I mean, they should have puzzle pieces of turf. That would be a really like, good like, idea. Like this right here in puzzle pieces. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would totally work. Yeah. Because you would just have basically turf on top of these already foam things. And like, yeah, it would cover up the puzzle part, but you could still pop them together. Look at uh, the look at the bottom of that singular piece. So that's that, exactly what this is. Correct. Fucking A, dude. That's a better idea than the modular golf cart. That's never going to happen. Yeah. Shit. All right. We'll start the podcast. I have something I would like to start the podcast with. Yeah. I mean, that's a f do we even want to share that idea with the podcast? Mm. Or was it what, where we already started? Is I don't that know. Already out there? That could be our cold open. Guys, TM, TM, TM can't steal it. That's our idea. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like Tinder for golf. Completely our idea. No one had thought about it. And now there's 50 of them. Yep. But uh, we didn't TM it then no we didn't tm it however if someone did make puzzle piece uh puzzle piece turf mats that you can mm, basically put together as in a puzzle uh -huh. uh, for simulators i would buy that for sure same i would 1000 buy that you could buy that for your garage instead of a, a mat you yeah know? Mm -hmm. uh, well i could also have like right now i have a gym in my garage right i have horse stall mats and then on the other side of that i could have a turf strip for yeah. sprints I could be running sprints at 30 years old in my Jesus. garage. <laughs> and just it, it, aesthetically, it, it just looks pleasing. You know? Yeah, like you could use this for all sorts of shit. If you are a real hardo about drinking in the garage, you could make it feel like the yard. You can make yourself yeah. feel athletic. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Drinking. I mean, and like It's not even just drinking or not even just like sports. People like putting turf on shit. Yeah, big time. And that's way easier than getting the correct length of basically carpet turf yep yep and then rolling it out and cutting it around shit oh yeah. my god we're gonna change the pontoon industry with this holy too. holy fuck great idea yeah man. well then the yeah if you put turf on a pontoon though it'd get really gross with like food and booze but they have yeah, like the astro turf floors on some yeah but then you just replace it too if it gets gross you just replace it. It's already, it's going to snap together like a puzzle piece. I so. mean, how, how rich do you think we are, Jake? I mean, how much are we charging for these? How much are we charging for these suckers? I mean, it's a phenomenal idea, though, because we have run into an issue where we have all of this turf that is supposed to go on top of these puzzle piece mats, but there's going to have to be a seam somewhere. Yep. And I don't like, I don't like seams. Me either. Unless they're on a baseball, unless I'm throwing a two seamer. Oh, mm -hmm. then you like both of the seams. Correct. What if you want to throw a four seamer? We just, you, you just, turn the ball and put your you know if you think about it baseballs really only have one seam they do because yep yep 100 percent. so the whole two seamer four seamer thing is just to play on words well everything's a one seamer that's true well that everything's really true. one seamer however you also still only use two fingers for a four seam and a two seam you never use four seams or four fingers or four anything mm -hmm. you could use four, four fingers for a knuckleball couldn't you like no, a palm. You could, yeah. but however, you wouldn't have anything to hold the other side of the baseball with. Like mm. it's pinky and thumb. Yeah. A lot of what guys, a lot of guys might only fucking use two fingers. For I, the I used to throw a knuckle curve that barely moved. Kids in Babe Ruth <laughs> think they throw the most phenomenal knuckle curves. Yeah, ever, dude. That's and all. They the, just don't. It's the only way I could get any movement on my curve. I couldn't do it the normal way, so I knuckle curved it. I mean, if that works, it works. Yeah, but I also just wasn't good. I wasn't throwing strikes, so it sure. didn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> just lob one out there yeah. and hope it lands yeah. in the zone. There's nothing worse than the, the, the kid I, who comes in and can't throw strikes, Tyler. I, dude, I'm being honest. No, I, I went to the bar like a month ago, and this guy comes up to me. He's like, you're Tyler. 
And I was like, and I'm thinking it's like a breakfast bar or yeah. a you bet you fan or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, I remember you from Little League Baseball. Nobody wanted to hit against you. And I was and like, they were going to get beaned. And that's what I was like, really? He's like, yeah, you beaned so many people. <laughs> oh and I was like, God. yeah, you're fucking spot on. So I mean, geez. if you're going to be remembered for anything, I guess that's not a bad thing to be remembered for. Yep. And it like all started out like cool. I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I was throwing gas. I was like, no, nah, I was just fucking <laughs> people. Yeah. Um, anyway, welcome back to the podcast, episode 141. Two. Fucking A. Yeah, Why are we, we always did, one behind? We did uh, Caribou Lou last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yep. They piped that the wrong fucking way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, yeah, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs> We'll bring it back for one episode. One Mariano Rivera. Everyone on time except Ryan. One Jackie Robinson. This week? Yeah, that too. Thank you, Trevor. Jackie Robinson, Mm -hmm. the most notorious. I mean, they have a day, a a 42 day where everyone wears the number. Because number 42 is not in a calendar month. (laughs) 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 We are off to a hot start. Yeah, yeah. They put everybody wears 42 on June 42nd every year. Yeah. Uh, okay, back to me being late. Yeah, I I was a little bit late. And you guys know I'm notorious for being about 15, 15 minutes after when we're supposed to be here, which is 745. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, that the, the, today was no different. Yeah, I'm just saying. So, so far, the only person with a clean track record of tardiness is Trevor. Yeah, no, Trevor, no. you're doing a phenomenal job um, at showing up on time. However, he doesn't have a child either. Right, neither does Jake. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah, but he, uh, yeah. I might be the child, though. But so. Jake still has the record set last week for most late, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I made the Spotify question: uh, What should his punishment be? Oh no, shit! So I have, I um, I'm going to read a few of them. Well, maybe we'll, we'll discuss it as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my favorites, so let you, let me know what you <laughs> sure. think is I think, a good one. Um, uh, that wasn't we, a good noise. No, that oh. was uh, uh, Adobe uh, just updated. What? But it's recording. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. fine. Yeah. So I think my punishment idea from last week was um, slap pong. It, it's slap pong, but instead, like we go to the driving range, and he has to he has to pull his shirt up, yep. his face away from us, mm-hmm. and we you know we can hit a four iron right at his back. Yeah, someone did suggest that because the Busted Jack guys did it, except with uh, plastic golf balls. Okay, Ooh. I would hope um, they're plastic golf balls. See, so here's the thing. Um, as much as I want to punish Jake, I don't think HR is going to let us get away with bodily harm. And that's completely fine. We yeah. don't need to be harming anyone's body. Right. So I think we're going to have to uh, we're going to have to pass on any bodily harm. Although I loved the suggestions. The thought was great. The creativity was awesome. Mm-hmm. Anything that involves bodily fluid either. We're I'm out. Uh, also out. Yes. Yeah. Bodily fluid or bodily harm. All right, so here's here's one simple, easy. For every hour he's late, he has to spend it cleaning our found balls. Mm. So we find a bunch of money balls. Jake's got to clean them for what would be an hour and eighteen minutes. Or how about our clubs? Yeah, yeah. Is that yep. fine too? Yeah, yeah. Wait, yep. what? Where does the eighteen minutes come from? Oh, uh, that's how late lady was an hour and eighteen minutes. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. Um, so there's an option. That's not bad. This one, this is very fantasy football punishment vibes. He has to play eighteen holes in a dress. Has to go into the clubhouse to check everyone in, get the car keys, turn the car <laughs> on the turn. He has to go into the clubhouse and get hot dogs for everyone. I don't, I don't know if we can do that one. Um, pretty <laughs> sure most courses have a 
no dudes in dress rule rule maybe what why tyler I mean, most places are like polos and shorts yeah, yeah, really. yeah, I mean, hey, if it's I a collar dress, maybe. Yeah, I think yeah. regardless of of like you know, regardless of, we'll just say everything, right? I think you still got to wear. If you're a male or a female, I think you still probably got to wear a collar shirt, yeah, right? Yeah. I think um, they they do might make collar dresses. I don't know. They do. They do. Yep. Uh, Meg's got one. She got a PXG one. A dress? Uh, it's like a it's like a like a full one piece. Oh, it's like, I don't, I don't know. like made out of polo material, right? Yeah, we can yeah. get you one of seen those. those. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll it's, leave it out it's there. It's too fantasy football for me. All right, here's here's a good one. Now we're getting Ooh. right into the realm of shit that I kind of like. Ooh. All right, make him come along on your next scramble, but just a caddy for you guys. <laughs> and, yeah, and, I, I, and and anytime he tries to have a good time with your group, you had an outing onto his punishment. So what every do you mean time, out, you, what do you mean an outing? So every time he tries to have fun at the scramble, it just adds another scramble <laughs> where he has to caddy for us. Hey, there, I will say when when someone's trying to have a good time and another person just like completely no. shuts it down, <laughs> like it's so funny. <laughs> but it could quite possibly be one of the worst feelings on earth <laughs> yeah. when your fun when your fun just completely gets shut down <laughs> i mean i think i would be good at that i think but i'd be you, good at shutting fun down i think you yes. would be too because i know yes. like i know how much fun jake would want to have and i would not allow any of that <laughs> <laughs> uh okay simple not gonna do it but funny funny concept make him get a tattoo of a watch so he always knows what time it is that would mean it would only be right twice a day oh, that's funny yeah I'll just but set also the, yeah am pm too well i'll just set the clock i'll set the watch face to be uh whatever time i gotta get up at all right so this that's is that's true this mm -hmm. is the punishment that i like the most that cool. i i think we should do next round jake gets to come with but he can't golf with us because he has to go ball hunting and he can't stop until he finds 25 balls and the kicker is he doesn't get to keep the balls so he can come with us on the round but he doesn't get to actually play golf until he's found 25 balls. That's a phenomenal mm. idea. Because Why 25? Is there any significance? I have no idea. But I think that that's like a good number to where it's it's a lot of balls, but it it's is. not an unreachable number. It's I mean, it, you have to pick the proper course as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. We were talking like Osgood would be great, but he's not going to find 25 balls until hole seven. Yeah. Yeah. Until you get back into the woods there. Yeah. The fescue, like fescue off the right on hole one. Yeah. Fescue off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I that, mean, that's a decent spot. See, I like this one because it's it's shitty, but it's not like end of the world. We're not leaving any permanent harm. Actually, it's kind but of, it is annoying. It's but, kind of, I think it'd be kind of fun, actually. Yeah. Well, also and, leave the course better than you found it. Yeah, picking up, picking up stuff. I mean, actually, what makes a course great though is all the balls that are. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, like, this, I think this is a win-win for Jake. Jake gets off without any bodily harm. It's not <laughs> something that's not going to take him hours. Well, and, uh, we, the three of us, could, yeah. get to divvy up 25 balls. But they can't be top flights. They have to be good balls. Yeah, right, I mean, Trevor, you now we're adding rules. Jake, you can't fucking say anything. <laughs> no, Trevror, you don't make the rules. This isn't a, this no is range balls. No, no, no range balls. We have some listeners. No range balls. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. 
but you guys got to let me know which course we're going to 24 hours in advance so I can go plant <laughs> some Scout union it. greens on the first <laughs> hole. <laughs> that's a phenomenal idea. I think actually. that's a good one. It's right. It's a perfect line of like annoying yet Jake isn't going to kill himself. Okay. Here another. Uh, are we going to throw this one in? Um, does he get a ball grabber? I already told him he could use my ball grabber. Okay. Okay. Yep. Ball because grabber in. Like we want the best of the twenty five. That's balls, true. Yeah. You know, uh, whole seven Osgood when that when that water went down, there were some great oh, balls. Yeah. Oh yeah, just Trevor stuck in the found bank. A couple good ones. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I can't talk about other ball brands, but I mean, yeah, playing Trevor simple, was, There were some great Trevor's balls. Just geeking out. He's like, oh my god, oh my god, can I have that one? Yeah. I was like, yeah, you no, were, I'm keeping it. Yeah, that's fucked. Um, and while like I think what we should do is. Every for every ball Jake finds, we'll replace it with a union green, mm. so that the next person that comes along uh, can find themselves a UG. Yeah, and start playing. See, that's uh, truthfully leaving the course better than you found it. That yeah. is correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've actually correct. been talking to Union Green about getting us a custom ball. I think we add it. We do. We finally pull off our QR code ball. I've been way. I've been waiting for that. Yeah. Um. I think that was our idea a long time ago as well. Yeah. And then we so we slapped the QR code. It's a direct link to the podcast. So even if, because everyone, if I found a QR ball, I'm gonna be curious. I'm mm -hmm. scanning that. I'm shit. scanning that shit for sure. Even if I get a virus, I'm still gonna <laughs> scan it. And then so if someone finds their QR ball, they'll scan the podcast, get it, and then I want them. I want them to use the ball because sometimes you don't use a ball. If you find it, it's got a cool logo on it, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. No, use it. Lose it again yeah. for the next person to find. Yeah. And that's yeah. how we'll be, that's like the most guerrilla marketing a podcast can do. Yeah, I've seen multiple ways uh, that, peop that people will like um, signify to the next person that finds this ball, like, hey, go ahead and lose this thing again. Yep. Some mm -hmm. of them will have like, uh, I don't know, it'll have lines for people to write their name in mm -hmm. on saying, hey, here's my ball. Once you lose that, the guy after well, you who finds it is like, oh, fucking mm -hmm. Tyler Z lost his ball. Yeah, the me. first name on there is printed. Like yep. the owner of the ball's name is printed on there. And then yep. everyone else writes their name in as mm -hmm. they lose it. Yep, I've seen that. Um, I've also seen just like like clever sayings on it saying mm -hmm. like, hey, you suck. Yep. Say goodbye to this ball. Hey, you suck too. <laughs> Um, it's like some of those dollar bill ones where you can like track the dollar bill. Yeah. Like, where's George? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where's George? I forgot about it. That. It would where's be kind of cool if we made an app for like, where did you lose this ball? Yep. Like, See how far it travels. Right. Like I get this ball and it's the same QR code thing. You scan the QR code and I put the courses that I've played with it on. So like I know this ball I find in Myrtle Beach this week. Someone played TPC Sawgrass with it the week before. Mm-hmm. That'd actually be kind of cool, yeah. neat. It's like, like, you know, when you shoot a duck and it's it's got a band on it. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. can see where they t they banded the duck. Yep. Yep. That I love looking at. I've only shot two ducks with bands on them in my entire life. So it's like, doesn't happen often. But to be able to trace that back to Louisiana. Yeah. Hey, this mm -hmm. this greenhead was tagged in Louisiana mm -hmm. uh, four years ago. And he flew all the way up to North Dakota and... Right into my decoy spread, and now he's dead. Well, and it'd be <laughs> sick because, like, in, Ar in Arizona, you would find all sorts of balls where, like, oh, I found this ball at, at Continental, right? And I look it up, and I'm like, oh, sweet. This ball started at Pebble Beach, but before that, they played in North Dakota. I'm like, oh, I'm from North Dakota. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So would you have to, would you have to, like, link up every ball, like, from the case? I don't know. 
Because like if you're if you keep pulling balls out, you wouldn't want to have to uh, link it up every time you have to. I, I think you would have to pull it out, or like, you could just link the box up. Yeah, yeah, you link the yeah. box up. Yeah. yeah, or like give every single ball a VIN. Yep. 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 Another mm-hmm. not a bad idea. Yeah, I kind of like that because a lot of people are taking golf trips these days, mm-hmm. right? And I think to be able to see where people are coming from now, you're probably not going to find a whole lot of this in North Dakota. Um, because people aren't taking golf trips here. Well, like we're leaving from here though. Mm-hmm. That is true. No, so, one, not a lot of people are coming here. Yes. But we could go to, we could go to Florida and find a ball from someone in North Dakota that was there snowbirding, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Dude, here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. You just, every single country club or course has a little stamp that they can put on your ball, right? Because you know how great yeah, it like, is like finding a passport. A, uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know how great it is finding like a ball from a certain course, right? It'll be like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, Owatonna Country Club. And then you find that ball. You're like, man, this is cool. It's from Owatonna, whatever. Yep. All it is is a ball with a bunch of different stamps on it. No. And then you stamp the balls that you play with that day. You spurred a phenomenal idea, Jake. So thank you for that. <laughs> you're um, welcome. You put the two-letter acronym for each state uh-huh. or the two-letter symbol for each state in the dimples. And those balls, like, like or like, those two letters can get covered up every time someone from that state plays that ball or from the country club or what, what have you mm-hmm. play on your idea, Jake of like, um, we know where this, like where this ball has traveled entirely. Yeah. My only concern with the stamping and writing on the balls is I, I marked my union greens for the first, like I marked balls for the first time because we're all playing union greens now mm-hmm. and it's getting confusing. So I put lines on it and shit. It and, and spoilers for my round recap at Pine to Palm. I didn't lose a single ball, and by the end of it, no I shit. I had hit the lines off my ball. What? So and that was Sharpie marker. So the lines were gone by the end of the round. Hmm. So I'm afraid, like if I get a stamp on it, and I hit that stamp at some point, or it rubs off in the grass, yeah. or it got all these. You're writing all the things down on the balls, then those are just gonna rub off. Did you let the Sharpie dry or no? Yeah. Yeah. I literally, I made the marks. I actually don't know if I've ever seen, a sh- I, I've never seen Sharpie come off of a ball. Yeah, and it, it came off and it was like getting on the, the face of my clubs. I've seen that happen yeah. before. Mm-hmm. And then so I, I can show you the ball. I still have it. So like it, you can see it's just really faint. Interesting. Hmm. I guess that's what happens when you play 18 holes with the same ball. Yeah, Tyler, I would say that that <laughs> was you, kind of the exception and not the yeah, yeah. type thing. Well, that's what happens when you hit the same ball 98 times. Yep. Holy shit. Jeez. Yep. Really? Oh, yeah. 98, boys. I mean, that's that's to be expected, though. Trevor had his best round, and then he has worst round following. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you see, had your best round, then you had your worst round following. Worst round of the year. I wouldn't even. No, my worst round was Miles' bachelor party. Yeah, I, that don't count, I shot count, a 94 on a par three course. <laughs> 94, par 64. Yeah, that was tough. Well, me and Ty, well, so I was golfing with Tyler, too, and I put five balls through 109 strokes on Friday night. So that was also not good. Yeah, it was ugly. There's some ugly golf played. Um, yeah, I'll just get into it now, I guess. Um, played Pine to Palm with Jake and Miles on Friday last week. Ryan, you are still banned. Showed up to the first tee, and the first thing it says is no breakfast balls. I, doesn't, I, don't, I don't understand that. Because <laughs> we talked to management when we were there. We had, for, our first round of the year was that course. <laughs> Does that mean you're banned too then? No. 
because we talked to management and they were they were cool with us being I'm the there. podcast part uh, yeah yeah they were cool with us being there yeah it was no. plural so just one breakfast ball yeah oh, okay, and, okay. yeah no breakfast ball please and then in parentheses ryan yeah mm. i mean my name's on the t-sheet for august 7th yeah <laughs> did you use a fake name no like you plan to i didn't have to no it's good um also okay yeah get into it and then i'll oh, yeah no i just thought it was funny that we roll up to the course you were previously banned at and the sign says no breakfast balls well it's also funny because it's it's a country club yes but it's also a public course yes why do they do that i don't know i have no idea why do some con why do some courses label themselves as country clubs but then they're public i i think i mean because you can still be a member there but anyone can play the course i don't know you can be I, a member anywhere yeah, I think they just strictly probably wouldn't be able to survive on membership only. I think that's probably it. Like, I think the amount of people who are looking for a membership versus the amount of people who are just looking for a weekend tea time are two very different numbers. Yeah. And the reason that that course out there, you guys, you guys know what direction I'm pointing mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, tax dollars. Yeah. Our tax mm-hmm. dollars. It's a private club, but we essentially paid for it or the taxpayers paid for it. Yeah. Fair it's, enough. It's a wild. It's a whole deal. Um, anyway, yeah, it drives the property value up in the neighborhood. So the tax is not big time. Yep. Anyway. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so it was the weirdest Local round I've, I've played <laughs> fuck. because I didn't feel like I played that bad, but my score did not represent that. Like, again, I didn't lose a single ball the whole time. I had two duffs, two duffs in all 18 holes. So all my misses were just, I pulled it a little bit too far left, and now I got to get through some trees. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I barely went into the sand, and it took me three times to get out. So it was a lot of, like, every contact I made on the ball was good, except for two times, which usually translates to a better round yeah. for me. Because, like, I can scramble out of a situation where I go just a little too far left. So I, I it was... It did not feel as bad as it really was, which is a little discouraging because 98 ain't going to fucking fly no, at you'll the be, Pine Nepal. Your ass will be yeah. across the street in the loser's <laughs> bracket so quick. Immediately. But <laughs> I did go back and look at last year's qualifying rounds. Yep. And the worst round shot during qualifying was 131. <laughs> so Hey, now shout out to that guy. Fuck yeah. Because, or gal, I don't, I don't know. Um, he doesn't care what he's shooting. Mm-hmm. He just wants to go out and play a fun round in a in a tournament style atmosphere. Yep. And whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. So props to that guy or gal who shot the one thirty one in qualifying. Right. This is like you think about it, dude. I beat it by one hundred and thirty three or by thirty three strokes. Mm-hmm. That's true. How many three putts did you have? Quite a few. The there green greens were real. <laughs> okay, we saw that. <laughs> well, like the the first nine. It felt like the green switched on me at the turn. Like the first nine, they were blazing fucking fast. And so then I, the, I backed off, obviously. And then I left everything short the back nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overcompensation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Which worst. like usually you overcompensate from hole one to two, not nine to ten, you know? <sighs> yeah. Um, but you should pull your round up real quick. Okay. I just want to. Um, so you, you had some three putts. Um, how many double bogeys do you remember? Uh, quite a few. And I had a pretty yep. decent back nine. I think I had three pars in the back. Okay, so what are we yeah. missing? Well, what are you not understanding here? You're my no, I'm just saying, like, I didn't hit that many bad yeah. shots, except yeah. for, like, one shot. Like, I'd be fairway, 
fringe fucking hit it too far and yeah. rolls off the back and then three putt back type sure. of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like consistently good golf for half a hole and then fuck it up. Yeah. But well, I wouldn't fuck it up by like duffing a chip or sculling an iron, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. I was fucking it up by hitting too much of a fade or thinking that my hook's going to come back. My, my draw is going to come back on this, yeah. but then I just rip it straight. You yeah, know? You, you weren't mm-hmm. able to minimize your misses. Your misses were large, but not large enough to where... Like they, uh, f- they didn't feel bad, they, but they were. Yes. Ugh. So like there was one hole I'm thinking specifically. It was hole number nine. I hit a great drive. And I am looking at the green just a little bit off to my left, 145, 150 away. It's kind of a dogleg right. Yep, dogleg. So it almost S's. So it's yep, straight yep, fairway, yep. dogleg right, and then it gets straight again gotcha. to the green. Yep. And so I hit it right to the dogleg, right in the middle of the turn, right? Just a little bit over the fairway. Pretty good drive. Yep. And I'm staring down 150, 160 meet tops to the green. And like, perfect. That's the club I've been hitting great all day. I need to aim a little bit right because I have been drawing all my irons and like drawing them nicely okay so i aim a little bit right and fucking rip the best shot of the day straight as a goddamn arrow into the other fairway and it rolls down this giant hill right perfect distance just went straight for the first time all day Mm -hmm. yeah and then i gotta chip back up the hill and i chip back up the hill and the green's going away from me so it hits (laughs) the green and rolls off the green and then i gotta chip back onto the green Mm -hmm. so it's just little shit like that that would compound Mm -hmm. right so it didn't feel bad, but then it was bad. Yeah. So one thing that I've started to do, and again, I I have no mean by any means perfect, um, but this has kind of helped me a little bit. So maybe mm-hmm. it can help you as well, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, just aim directly at the target that you want to hit. So you said you aimed right and you hit a perfect shot. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if you would have aimed right at the pin, it would have been you'd have been fucking dead on. Yeah, I'd have been, now, I'd have been tapping in for birdie. Correct. Now a perfect draw. You should still be able to aim right at your target by hitting a hitting a perfect yep. drop because it's going to push out and then it's going to drop back in straight. Yeah. So a lot of people think like, well, maybe I need to aim a little bit right to draw it in more to the center. But in reality, you should just aim right at your target, push it out and then drop back in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So first hole or the first nine was ugly as fuck. I've got the round pulled up. I tripled the first hole, which is a par five, right? Uh, first hole is a par four, I believe. Uh, first hole is a par five, I believe. It is. So I doubled the first hole. Mm-hmm. I quadded hole five. So we got an eight. Jeez. True eights. No, no fake eights. All true eights. What can you? What do you know? Remember what that hole is again? Hole five. Um, not off the top of my dome. Is it kind of by the lake? Hole five. One, two. Maybe hole five is no hole five goes right next to the clubhouse because hole six is the one with the parking lot. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Yep. You um, you tripled that one. Quad, par four, <laughs> got an eight. Um, oh, shit. That was one. I I remember this hole now. Hit a good drive. Second shot left. Hits the cart path going left. Oof. Bounces into some thick shit right on the edge of the woods. Try to get out of the tall stuff. Only goes like 20 yards because I'm swinging through fucking four foot weeds. Yeah. And then hit it again, go in the sand, get out of the sand, two putt, eight, end up with eight strokes. Uh, and then I got an eight on nine. 
because it took me three shots to get out of the sand. Another one where great drive. Wait, I thought we were good out of the sand now. Yeah, we were we were last week. Uh, hey, I'll tell you what though, my third shot out of the sand was fucking money. Beauty. The first two, not good. Third one, great. I you know why I did it? I swore we were good out of the sand. You know what? The, the next time I next time that day I was good because you know I went back to what I was doing. I was like, oh, I'm in the sand. This is the Pine to Palm course. I got to hit this like a normal person would out of the sand. Yeah, isn't that funny? Wait, you get into like, uh, yeah, you get into like tournament play. You're like, well, everyone else on this course would hit it like this. So I need to hit it like this to yeah. fit in. It's like, mm-hmm. no, just fucking play your own game. Right. And because I, the last two rounds, I was just plucking it out of the sand, you know, not getting any sand with the ball, but getting out. You were there. Yep. Um, and it was going well. And it was going great. And then first time I go in the sand at the Pine to Palm course, I'm like, I better hit this like you're supposed to. Get a bunch of sand in it. <laughs> look open cool. the club face. Yeah, yeah look I have my stance sick. wide open. Okay. Punk three feet rolls back to my feet. Punk three feet rolls back to my feet. Third one, just get pissed at it. Hit it as hard as I can, but get like six inches of sand. Just goes up, spins, sticks right on the green. I was like, God, spin. Yeah, well, because I had so much sand and my club face was basically parallel with the ground. Yeah. Hey, do you remember on uh, number six in the qualifying round of Pine to Palm Mm -hmm. when that was the I I was so nervous at this point. That was the first time I tried to pick it out of the sand mm-hmm. and it's a it's a drivable par four and I almost chipped in for eagle out yep. of the sand by just picking it out. Yep. So ever since then, I had just been picking it out and I had been duffing every single sand shot mm-hmm. after that. I'm like, <laughs> this is my this is the new way. Apparently it's not. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I think the the main thing in my game that would that really, really held me back is I chipped very poorly. What did you do? Well. Let's let's focus on. Um, I drove the fuck out of the ball. I hit my irons mm-hmm. really pure. Which that sucks because mm-hmm. the driver you can only do one thing with. Yeah, you can only tee off with it. Well, and that's just I even, I, I even switched off my driver to my three wood, specifically because I didn't want to hit my wedges anymore. Sure. So I got rid of my driver because I was hitting it so well. I was going driver wedge every single hole because I was piping my driver and God, and then. I- I realized, well, my problem right now is my wedges. I can't fucking chip. So I'm going three wood so that I can hit nine iron in. Why don't you bump, just bump and run from 80 out? I just didn't want to. I don't know. Because, <laughs> dude, I, I can't control a bump and run. Like I, I mean, I couldn't control a chip either, so maybe I fucking should have. But then I was hitting my three wood better than I ever have. And then I, was end up, I ended up in fucking chipping range with my three wood. So it didn't matter. Yeah, I mean, if you had the three wood good, I'd, that son of a bitch is going 260. Oh, I basically drove the green on six with my three wood. I was four feet off the front. How many putts did it take you to get in the hole on that? <laughs> uh, so the problem was, is I still had to chip there. So I chipped off the back of the green and then... Oh, I, you hit it over the green? No, so I hit it four feet short of yep. the green with my three wood, chipped, landed it right by the hole, and it rolled off the fucking back. Why don't you putt it? Because uh, uh, it, it was through four feet of rough. It was okay. a shelf too. Okay. Yeah, fucking shelf. Four feet of rough, straight yeah. uphill, and it was like a gotcha. little. It's like a turtle shell. Gotcha. So you get up the turtle yeah. shell, and then you roll off the fucking back. Yep. So I chip up to the flag. It rolls off the back, and then technically three putt, but I was putting off the fringe, so it was really a two putt. Yeah, great for three putt poker though. Great mm-hmm. for three putt poker. I would have got no card, nothing there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just a weird, weird round. I know what I got to do better. I just got to get on the green when I'm supposed to. Yeah, that's and, good though. Yeah. Because you've played it now, you understand. Okay, well, this is how this is how we played this time. This is how we 
don't we can't play this next time yeah and it's like the my game was flipped right like usually the one thing that i can count on is i'm gonna hit my wedge as well and all of a sudden driver hybrid three wood are the aces in my bag what happened to seven iron off the tee uh didn't there wasn't a lot of opportunities to play it for real like i could have but then I'm just, I'm putting myself in the same spot. I'm going seven iron, then seven iron again, and then chipping. I was just, sure, try, yeah, I was okay. just trying to eliminate yeah, chipping. Yeah. Um, interesting. Well, I think you're going to be, I, I definitely think it's good you played that round. Oh, yeah. Well before the mm -hmm. tournament. I'm yep. sure you'll get a couple. I, I want to play a practice round with you beforehand. Yep. Um, yeah, Grandpa said he'll take us out there or whatever and tell us the... Yeah, the he, tips and he, tricks he, of this. He knows that course like the back of his hand. He's been, uh, well, he's not marshal. He's not going to marshal this year. Yeah, the he first year he year. didn't marshal was the year you played. Yeah. So he knows the course super well. He used to be a member back in the day. Yep. And, uh, I mean, he's born and raised in Detroit Lakes, so he's yep. played the course a billion times. The best rounds, in my opinion, are the rounds where you can go out and not play for score, but play. It, it's almost like... Uh, you're practicing shots that you'd never hit before mm -hmm. so you can get used to those shots yep. in like in when you're actually playing for score. So, yep. um, for instance, you have a 40 yarder over top of sand with a green side pin. Yep. Um, I'm going to hit a flop shot from here. I would never do that if I was keeping score. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how the, I don't know what I would do to be honest, but I wouldn't flop it because I'd be afraid of blading it over, over the, over the green. Um, those rounds when you can go out and just fuck around with different shots, a bump and run, an, uh, an eight iron bump and run from 50 yards out. Mm -hmm. Don't know how to hit that shot, but this round we're going to try it. We're well, going to try it out. I think that's what I'm going to start doing at the three hole loop come end of July or yeah. come middle of July. I'm just going to hit the three hole loop every morning. Yeah. And just start messing around with what works. Mm -hmm. And those are the best rounds because it does not matter how it goes. Um, what matters is like, fuck i didn't know i could hit a 40 yard bump and run with mm -hmm. an eight iron yeah. like now that shot's in the bag for good yep um and you continue to practice it and practice it and to me those are though the rounds that start off really bad for me typically morph into the rounds of like okay let's fuck around time let's mm -hmm. fuck around and find out what we can do with a 58 degree from uh 15 yards away you know mm -hmm. or let's fuck around and find out and see what we can do with a four iron uh off the tee box whatever yep so yep well my back nine 46 front nine 52 so six strokes yep mm -hmm. so you're a back nine golfer i yeah i'm a i just got a warm up i'll hit the range before the actual <laughs> one also that's when i started to feel the booze is when i started getting par so really yeah you're gonna, you'll be boozing at Pine de Palm. Yeah, that's actually, it's not even a shtick anymore. I was gonna do it as a shtick pregame the Pine de Palm, but now I think I just need to do it for competing, yeah, competition's sake. I'll drive there, I'll drive there and I'll drive back and yeah. you can booze there and whatever. Yeah, and I plan on working from home that week because we're gonna end up having to play quite a bit. And so I yeah. just ride to grandma. That'd be a fun week. Yeah. Stay at your grandma and grandpa's. Yep. Ah, maybe I'll stay there. I got a kid. You can <laughs> stay there. Bring them. They won't care. Um, that's gonna be a fun week, Trevor. I don't think you're you're not in, are you? Nope. Yeah, I've kind of I figured you can get on the waiting list. Yeah, but, uh, we'll okay. see. Okay. 
You, are you a little scared? No, I think I, I do really good there this year. You do, you do. I do. Have you shot in the eighty since you broke ninety that one time? Yes. Um, really? Yep. So I played. So it's a it's a it's a thing for you now. Yep. I played with him Thursday. Played Saturday morning. I went out Sunday for Father's Day with my friend and his dad. And we just played Wolf, but we still kept mm-hmm. track of our score mm-hmm. and shot an 86 at Rose. So You like Wolf? Yeah, I do. It's a lot of fun. You play solo ever? I do a decent amount. In, in Wolf? Yeah. I only play solo. That checks out. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. Also, you guys yeah. have been golfing together? What the? F- we golfed one time. Yeah. Okay. It was fun. Calm down. Tyler, I've changed. No, you haven't. Yes, you, I have. You just said you only play solo and wolf. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you. classic Ryan. <laughs> I have to be the wolf. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually haven't played wolf in a while. Um, I haven't. I haven't played any golf game besides our new golf game. Yeah, I haven't played mm-hmm. any golf game in a long time besides that one. And that I mean, that could potentially be the golf game of the summer. Yeah, everyone loves it. Yeah. Apparently, we're so, calling it Y Y E S. Yes. Yes. Uh, yards equals skins. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, I think I like calling it yes ball better than just yes. Yeah, um, TikTok did decide that that was going to be the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And apparently, so everyone get off Ryan's back. Ryan did think he invented this game, which he did, just not the general core of the game. Genuinely thought I came up with this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, again, if if you ever watched Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso thought he invented the the soccer scheme total football but he didn't it was mm. invented in the 80s ryan thought he invented this game he didn't and it was invented in the 80s but ryan did come up with a new rule for the game i did yeah. that is completely original and the new rule is the multiplier rule oh yeah explain the game first okay so the game uh what is being dubbed yes ball y-e-s ball stands for yards equals skin Yard, yards equals skins okay so it's a money game you can play with your buddies, and it potentially could be the easiest money game of all time. Oh, not according to some people in the comments. Too much math. And it's like, <laughs> okay, we're going to get to those fucking people in a second, <laughs> but let me finish this thought here. Um, to make it easy, it doesn't matter if it's a front, middle, back pin, because that's going to affect yardage, right? You just go by the hole marker right next to the tee box. Mm-hmm. However many yards it says on the hole marker... Is how much money you're gonna play, you're gonna play for on that hole. Yep. Now you get to pick where the decimal point goes. Yeah. If for it's example, a, we played a 125 yard par three. We could have played. We did. We ended up playing for a dollar 25, 125 yards. Yep. You could move the decimal point over and play for 12.50. Yep. Or you could play for 125 bucks. It's completely up to you. Yep. If your money bags play for the full amount, if you're not, then just play like a normal guy. And like I think we got ripped. Because it was 125 yards, if we would have played a 500 yard par five, people would have been there'd have been a different tune. It's five bucks. People play for five bucks a hole all the fucking time. They play five bucks a hole for every hole, right? Mm-hmm. Even 125 yard par threes. So we did the math, and like on average, if you do this for every hole and you just put the decimal point after the first number, it should be around 60 bucks total. Yeah, it's just well, whatever the yardage yeah. of your tees are. Whatever, right. how, yeah. much, how much, so usually we play 6,000 yards or 6,500 yeah, yards. It'd be 65 bucks, 60 to 65 bucks. Which is completely normal, guys. Mm-hmm. And I would hope you're only playing this game with people who you can beat every once in a while, not someone who's just gonna, like, like Jake, you and I would never play this game against each other. Hell no. Um, yeah. So obviously, p- choose that wisely. Right. 
but you're not going to be out a shit ton of money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now that that's explained, you play for every hole like that. Then what do you do? The multiplier rule. You get one chance to multiply a hole throughout the round of 18. Yeah. Each player. Mm -hmm. Now, this has got to be strategic because if you're down 20 some dollars, you still need to have that multiplier in your back pocket so you can gain some ground from there. The multiplier rule is you get to multiply the amount of yards by the par of that hole. So, for example, if you're playing a 125-yard par 3, I want to use this hole as my multiplier hole. You take 125 times 3 to equal 375. Yep. Now this hole is worth $3.75 instead of $1.25. So back to that par 5, that's 500 yards. You take that, it's times 5 because of the par 5. Mm -hmm. Now it's worth 25 bucks. Mm -hmm. Yep. So pick you and choose that at your, your back own. Pocket. Yeah. Yep. And I might uh pine to palm qualifying. We should see if the other guys want to play uh two man best ball. <laughs> two man best ball or see if they want to play some yes ball. Yeah, two man best ball front back middle or front back total. Or two man yes ball. Yeah. We just double the yardage. Yep. And we play 2v2. Or we, we, yeah, we just everybody, like, it's 2v2 still, but everyone is <laughs> is up for $1.25. Hey, what if we just uh, two-man scrambled uh, the qualifying <laughs> and we go, like, fucking two under yeah. and end up in the championship fight? And me and Tyler show up together, and they're like, uh, yeah, this, this uh, um, now on the tee box, Ryan Sheely. I'm like, what about... What about Tyler? He's, he's in on this too. I, that would be you, a fucking hilarious bit if we show up and scramble the tournament. <laughs> Wait, you're thinking I just shot two under? Fuck no, I didn't shoot two under. Like, I shot it with my, my co-host here, yeah, Tyler. We're, we're, it's a scramble tournament, isn't it? <laughs> this is two-man scramble, right? This is not this is not individual stroke play. <laughs> Shit me. And then they just let us ride it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> All of our wins are just forfeits, but we still get to keep scrambling. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess pace of play-wise, we need to keep you guys in this group so they're not waiting on the next people in front of them. So just <laughs> keep on going and just, just don't come back, please. That would be funny um, as shit. So you guys got to go play some Yes Ball. It's it's a good time. Um, but yeah, I haven't played any golf games this, this summer yet. I got to yeah. get out and do that. I played Wolf with Grandpa once. That was when, uh, and then we scrambled the back because he was afraid I was going to beat him. Yeah, naturally. Um, but yeah, Trevor, I think I beat you at Edgewood barely. No, we tied. We tied. Yes, play 18. Yeah, I just, just nine. nine. Yeah. Yeah. I was kicking the shit out of you the first half and then it I was. fell apart. It happened at Osgood or, uh, was it Osgood? I think so. You were on fire right away and then you just fucking lost yep. it. Except it, yeah, it was yep. me this time. Yeah. I was mm -hmm. two over through six holes. Let's fucking go boys. And then absolutely melted apart. I'm proud of you guys. Yep. Yep. I haven't played, uh, it's been... Well, since we shot Yes Ball last Wednesday. Yeah. It's been almost a week since I've played. I was in Washington, D.C. last week um, on a little vacation, uh, seeing the nation's capital, mm -hmm. seeing a lot of, uh, you know, everything we learned in the history books. Um, How many hip thrusts did you do in front of the Washington Monument because it looks like a dick? <laughs> <laughs> if I said zero, I would be lying to you. Um, I did, like, I made a joke to my wife, like, I like pretend like I held up my phone and like held my <laughs> held my hips out with the monument right behind me because yeah. Trevor Wallace did that one time yeah. and I, it's just I, it's the funniest bit still to this day. I'm surprised you didn't just like um, lay down on the ground and ask her to take a picture. That's what he did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the first time that we saw that as we came into town, that's the that's what I told her. 
So it was a good time there. I, I did consider bringing the sticks with, but I'm glad I didn't because we didn't rent a car. We just we we Uber. Yeah. Um, and it would have been a shit show to get those things from point A to point B. See, that's what I'm nervous about. I got Myrtle Beach this week and we're we're going to try and Uber everywhere. Yeah, but when you're Ubering, you're not going to have your your heart, your cases with you. No, just the clubs. Yeah. So yeah. You, you basically take one car ride with your cases and then you drop that. And I mean, shit. Even in a car, you can fit. You could probably fit four bags of clubs in a car. Yeah. Well, and um, luckily the it'd just be three of us that need to Uber to the hotel because one guy's got a different flight coming in late. Okay. So we only have three sets of clubs. We got to fit in one Uber at one point. Are you? Uh, I, I noticed. I I did know. Well, last year when you went, um, you met up with a uh, uh, listener of the podcast mm-hmm. to play. Are you doing any of that this year? We are not doing that this year. Okay. Um, too full. And now that like we have. Like sponsors in Myrtle Beach. I'm meeting up with them. Like the Union Green folks nice. are yeah, in, they're in Myrtle of, yeah. Beach. Yep. Uh, Meredith's in Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so hopefully we can meet up with Meredith. That would be sweet. Uh, but we do have a, a sick week planned. The courses we're playing are pretty fucking cool. Because last year we just did the, we don't know what we're doing. I'm going to plan this myself. I'm yeah. just going to Google courses and then figure it out. You like planning shit too. I do. You should be a golf trip. Uh, you should be a golf trip. Like, Advisor. Yeah. Yeah. It would be fun, I mean, but I didn't okay. do as good a job last year as this year because I had help this year. I mean, we have vacation. Uh, what do they call it? vacation advisor? So, who, uh, vacation planner. What, yeah, what, what's the like title? Travel advisor. A Tra- travel advisor. Yeah, travel travel advisor. advisor. Why do we not have golf trip advisors? I think they do. How, why you're you're saying that like you're kind of unsure? I'm I'm I know that there are apps that like someone will help you out plan your golf trip. And then like you pay for it all in once, yeah. all in one. And you can buy your hotel with it and stuff. And I think we, it, this needs to be more public though. I didn't, I, Tyler, I'm so fucking deep in the golf world. That's, that's what I think about most of my days. <laughs> these days. If I'm not thinking about my wife or my child or my work, I'm thinking about golf. And the fact that I didn't know that this was a thing is saying something. Yeah. What do you know what it's called, Trevor? No. God, I know there is something cause I've, almost accidentally booked tea times through it before golf now? No, golf now will help you find courses but not like plan your trip there is like a full-on golf trip planner fuck that sounds like a sweet retirement gig i think they dm'd us once actually <laughs> really yeah is it that one page that offered us tickets to the masters if we sold like 50 grand worth of <laughs> shit no hey come sell 50 grand worth of tickets for us and we'll give you two tickets for free um, that'd be a phenomenal retirement job. If yeah. you've been around golfing different places around the uh, around the nation, around the world, as a retirement job, you're just a golf trip advisor. It would be cool. You know how many people I would send to Continental? <laughs> and do you know how many people wouldn't appreciate it like we do? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Fucked up. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So courses this weekend. So I'm I'm leaving. Tonight, I'm going to DL because we're flying out of the cities. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Um, See si- ya. Significantly cheaper. Oh, yeah. Uh, so flying and going there, going there tonight. Um, Thursday morning, playing Myrtle Beach National, the Kings course. Okay. And there's a hole on it called the Gambler, which is like in the top 10 holes in the United States. Everyone thinks it's really cool. It's a par five, super long. And it's like a dog leg left, water all on the left side. 
and you can play it safe and hit that fairway or you can gamble and go way left for an island fairway mm, split fairway mm -hmm. yep so and it's split fairway just purely an island so you can try and hit that if you want and then get to the green in two or you can go right and probably lay up you'd have to lay up yeah you, you yeah. unless you got a real big stick in your hands you're not getting there in two if you go right I, I see it uh, basically as Rose Creek number three without the split fairway. <laughs> yeah. 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 Essentially. It's really damn yeah. close. Yep. I think it's I think it's a uh, hundred yards further, but okay. it's still it's shit's a hike. It's like on Wii Golf for that one hole, you can go way left. Yeah. In that little island spot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's almost mm -hmm. ex almost exactly what it's like. Um, but if anyone in my group goes right. Leave them in. Myrtle they don't Beach. get. Yeah. They don't get to golf the next two rounds. Leave them in Myrtle Beach. That you're playing a cool ass course, a super super unique hole. Probably the only time you'll ever play it in your life. If you go fucking right, Grandpa, I know you can't hit it that far. <laughs> but matter. if you go right, um, I'm, I'm making you sleep in and miss your flight home. <laughs> Iconic hole, top ten in the world, top ten in the nation. Yeah, it's there's top like, ten in South Carolina. It doesn't matter. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a hundred and ten lists. I could find Osgood hole four on a top ten list somewhere. Probably. I mean, I'm I I'm probably playing like three to five balls on that hole just for fun. Yeah, and I'm mm -hmm. gonna film the whole hole so yeah. everyone can see it. But if anyone goes right, they're dead to me. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> when you're on a golf trip like that, you have to. You got to experience the course, right? Yep. And mm -hmm. when I say experience the course, that does not mean go play the tips so you can get your money's worth. Mm -hmm. um, that's it's one of the that's one of the dumbest thought processes in, in yeah. my mind. Unless unless the only time we'll play tips is if that hole, if whites take that island green out of the Correct. picture. That's yes. the only time we'll play yep. tips. Yep. But otherwise, we'll play whites the whole time. Yep. Uh, but first round is me. So it's grandpa and his buddy, Kevin. And then me and my buddy Connor. Yep. That's our group of four for the Caddy Girls tournament. So day one, it is the old guys versus the young guys best ball. Let's go. Because we want to play best ball so we can do old versus young. Mm -hmm. But also Grandpa and I have our individual scores. Yeah. I've watched two YouTube videos on this course. So I already know. <laughs> I already know how it plays. Well, I think mm -hmm. that's how. Uh, isn't that how Rory got ready for yep. LA Country Club? He just mm -hmm. he was watching YouTube videos. I don't know, but if is it he, is, great minds think alike, Mr. Yeah. McElroy. Yep. Um, so yeah, that one he that did, is he did he didn't he finished second, Tyler. Or yeah, he finished second. Yeah, in yep. the US Open. No, I know, but that that could tell you that you may finish second to Grandpa Dave, even though you've been doing this. No, I'll lose to Kevin, but not Grandpa. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh so it's me and Connor versus Grandpa and Kevin. Uh next day. We are playing True Blue on Polly's Island, mm. uh, which spot. looks to be the most ridiculously hard course I've ever seen in my life. There's there's an entire fairways made of sand. There's like six different island greens. Ooh, it, I remember you showed me that. I am going to lose so many fucking balls at True Blue, and it is that one. It's me and Grandpa versus the Caddy Girls. Ooh. So... You're also going to get really good at hitting out of the sand, though. Yeah, this weekend I will spend more time in bunkers than I will the rest of the golf season. Just, just, just hit a flop shot. Pick it out. I'm just, just going to pick it out. Okay, just pick it out. <laughs> There's there are bunkers that don't have a bottom side to it. The bottom side of the bunker goes right into the water. It actually looks like beach sand. That is sweet. 
Yeah, it is super cool. That is cool. I mean, the course is awesome, but I'm not going to play it well, except for the three holes against the caddy girls. <laughs> what uh, What are the prices of these courses? Um, the Myrtle Beach National was about 85, 90 bucks a guy, which Fuck, is that ain't not, bad. Yeah. And I got mm. there. They do rates different than us. Mm. So they do an early morning rate, um, a regular rate and a twilight rate. Okay. And the early morning rate is about 15 bucks cheaper. So I think it's like a hundred some guy if you get like a normal one. One well, and you just you wouldn't be staying true to who we are if you're playing mid afternoon, right? We're and fucking morning guys. I'm a deal hunter. It is uh, according to MyrtleBeachGolf.com the most bang for your buck you can get. Love it. Um, and I, we're not paying for the True Blue one. The caddy girls are, so I couldn't tell you. So shouts Shout to out, shouts Megan, to Maddie Megan and Meg. Maddie. Thank you. Uh, and then the tournament at Legends that weekend. Then we're finally all on the same team. God. I'm bummed. I'm gonna miss it. Yeah, I will. Be, be, I am gonna be on a golf trip myself, though. Yeah, stay out of the bunkers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My golf trip's next week. We'll talk about that then. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy for you. It's gonna be a good time. I Thank hope you, you can beat G Dave. I do too. It, it sucks. I only have one chance to do it. Yeah. at this tournament, really, because mm-hmm. he's on a team with me against the Caddy Girls, and then the four of us are on a team during the actual tournament. Yeah. So I got one chance to do it this weekend. And uh, I don't know. Old man says he's playing pretty good golf, but so am I. So, are you though? Ninety-eight. <laughs> yeah, I had to beat him that day. I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Tyler, well, I think you know you have a good round followed by a bad round. I mean, I, we I think we all know what's next. I, it's, it's also a good round. I I played golf five times last week, and that last one was the I didn't. It was jet lagged. It wasn't good round, bad round. Yeah. Truly, it was. Good round, good round, okay round, bad round. Now we're back. We're back on the up and up, baby. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's take a quick break. I think we come back. We talk. Uh, we talk a little U.S. Open. Yes. Um, maybe finish it off with a GA, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll have you guys on your way. In approximately twenty-four hours from when you're listening to this, I will be losing Union Greens in Union Green Country. Yeah, Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, baby. Yeah. Hold so on. I don't know. I don't think that's technically where the Union Greens are made, but no, that's that's where, that's where Meredith, our Union Green Connect Connect is from. So I'll be down there. I'm going to be golfing and I'm going to be donating Union Greens left and right to the ocean. Yeah, she's a big time Muni gal, too. She is. Um, so yes. she, she, she does like a, a local Muni tour where she goes around to different mm-hmm. courses, kind of highlights the... Just everything good about mini golf courses. Yep. And she's not afraid to uh, play a fancy course either. She's the one that recommended Myrtle Beach National. It's like you're here on vacation. Yep. Go to Myrtle Beach National. Best bang for your buck. Um, check it out. So that's, I was going to actually talk about that in the first segment that uh, I've scheduled a better trip this time because of all of Meredith's recommendations. I know where I'm eating, I know where I'm cool places <laughs> to visit. All because she gave me the rundown of Myrtle Beach. So I'm excited to go uh, donate back to the local economy by leaving Union Greens everywhere. So you're mm-hmm. telling me that Meredith, like a little side gig, is a golf trip advisor? Maybe it's her app, dude. There we go. Yep. Um, so if you want to go on your next golf trip and donate a ton of Union Greens, go to unionregreen.com. Um, you buy your first box of Union Greens, then buy a second box, and then maybe a third box of Union Green T-Birds, you're going to get a fourth box for free. That's correct. Um, and then if you slap promo code double bogey 20 on top of it, 
you're going to get 20% off that order. Take care of the shipping plus more. Plus more. And then you're going to be paying what we did the math, a dollar and two cents a ball. Um, Okay. So we preach union greens being the best bang for your buck in golf balls, right? Mm -hmm. And quality Mm -hmm. and quantity. Mm -hmm. Is it safe to say that union green is the official golf trip golf ball? I think it's safe to say. Because when you're going on golf trips, you're playing the nicest courses you, you could possibly play, right? Because you don't get to do this often. Right. So you're you don't want to play a shitty ball. Mm-hmm. You're And you're going to be losing balls left mm-hmm. and right. So you don't want to play an expensive ball. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, I think it's safe to say Union Green is the official golf trip golf ball. Yep. I could not get behind that more. I think you summed it up perfectly there. Guys, UnionGreen.com. Get yourself some T-Birds. Get yourself some pin drops. Three for one. Mm-hmm. Promo code double bogey. Mm-hmm. Go check them out. Tyler's going to be in UG country. If you're going to be out at uh, Myrtle Beach National, make sure to uh, say what's up to Tyler. Yep. UnionGreen.com. Uh, you know what else I'm going to bring to Myrtle Beach, but hopefully not lose? I would assume your golf clubs. My golf clubs. Okay, that's a good start. Uh, yeah, my number one goal for this trip is to not lose a golf club. So I, I can't be leaving PXGs around in the 97 bunkers that I'll be playing out of on Saturday. Please don't. I won't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said two weeks ago, the sugar daddies were weapons. But like I said 15 minutes ago, the hybrid and the three wood and the driver are weapons. It's it's that's all day to day. So all that tells me is when the clubs are playing bad, it's not the club's fault. PXGs are always on. It's my fault because at some point in my career so far with my PXG clubs, every club has been a fucking sniper. Yeah. My putter's been on. Mm-hmm. My wedges have been on. The seven iron is always on. <laughs> and then last week, I couldn't miss with my hybrid or my three wood. Yeah. You know how like, uh, like peanut butter on toast is like, it's, it's pretty solid, mm-hmm. right? And then, and then jelly on toast is pretty solid as well. Yeah. It, like both of them do the job. But when we combine the two, it's mm-hmm. like it's like this. It's a whole other weapon. Dude, I can't wait for my PB and J round. Yeah. Well, what I'm getting at is that um, your golf clubs are your peanut butter and your booze is your jelly. When you combine yeah. both of those, some PXGs and maybe a bottle of Fireball mm-hmm. for you specifically, mm-hmm. Tyler, um, watch out. Dude, I was at the liquor store yesterday. I was like, I got to get some booze from Myrtle Beach. And I was like, wait a second. Grandpa's going to have every pocket of his bag filled with booze. I don't need to bring any. <laughs> yeah, you're checking those bags mm-hmm. anyway. So Grandpa's got the booze. I got the PXGs. Look the fuck out, Caddy Girl Tournament, because Alex. the two of we don't. Sorry, Kevin and Connor, but me and Grandpa don't need you. Yeah, you guys, uh, you find your own hotel. You schedule yeah. your own mm-hmm. golf trip because mm-hmm. G Dave and Tyler watch the fuck out. Yeah, we're going to be dialed on Saturday. So everybody else there. <laughs> Rearview mirror, baby. <laughs> <laughs> PXG.com, guys. Gen 6, Gen 5's military discount is massive. Check it out. US Open. I'm a little disappointed in myself. I didn't watch a freaking lick of it Saturday no and shit. Sunday. What? I couldn't. I, uh, at the lake, no service. Mm-hmm. Um, desperately walked around. The, I took the golf cart around the campground at one point. Yeah. Just trying to find service to see who was in the lead. Really? Yeah. Should have used your Grandpa Dave's hotspot. Yeah, he used all the data <laughs> on it. Old bastard. Like, we got him 10, it's like 10 gigs of data. And the dude we bought it from, he's like, if if you're using it at the lake, it should last you about a month. 
Mm-hmm. Lasted the old man a week and a half. Jeez. Two weeks, man. maybe. But uh, couldn't even go watch the U.S. Open. Couldn't watch the U.S. Open. Came home Sunday night right as they were finishing up. So I saw Wyndham win it. Um, that's it. So, um, well, I did follow. I followed a majority of it. I would check in on scores every, I don't know, like two to three hours. And I was Eastern mm-hmm. time in, in Washington, D.C., the tournament was Pacific so that time. Finished late. For so that was you. a three-hour time difference for me. So like Rory's tea time, or sorry, Ricky's tea time typically didn't start till like five or six p.m. Yeah. the last two days. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I was pulling for him. Me too. Fuck, yeah. did I want him to it, win so bad? When's the last time we saw him be good like that? 2015, 2014, 2015. Yeah, it was uh, sweet. What a blast years. from the past. He's been like showing signs of it lately, like that he's got it. Think in he's the, back. You yeah. know, like that he's back. Yeah, exactly. He's not just going to win, right? If he's back, he's just going to start winning. It's like you're going to be you're going to be finishing top 20 and mm-hmm. then top 10. And then like you're going to be in the final group in the final day. And he's going to win one eventually. It would have been sweet to see him win a U.S. Open. There's so many um, funny jokes about it, though. Uh, one one that I saw was Ricky Fowler announces new deal with Chick Fil A because neither one shows up one. on Sunday. Oh, <laughs> I saw that one. one time, dude. One because he wore the orange. Yeah, yeah. The one time he won, he didn't wear orange. Really? <laughs> it was funny the stark difference in the memes from Saturday to Sunday because on Saturday all of the memes were like Ricky Fowler Chad memes or like Ricky <laughs> thirst traps and shit like yeah. that, and then on Sunday it was just like people I am depressed Chick Fil A memes. Yeah. Um, no one was even talking about Rory though. It was, it was all Rory, Ricky, which I loved. Rory did that, pulled the same shit he pulled at the Masters, not this year, but last year. Just final day surge, trying to take the lead, and couldn't do it. He's been so close so many times. Yeah, he shot. He, he shot even par on the final day. He just he's he stuck with where yeah. he was at, and mm-hmm. um, all he needed all he needed was one stroke above Wayne Clark. Yeah. I it know, didn't happen. Um, God, what the fuck was I gonna say? Did you hear about the story that Wyndham Clark has Ricky Fowler's putter? Yeah, yeah, I heard mm-hmm. the I heard the whole putter story. That that's that's pretty cool. A um, little high level, little high level for me. It's not his putter. It's just, it's yeah. the same putter, yep. like a they Ricky out, Fowler branded putter. No. no, so they went on golf one day, and then Wyndham uses Ricky's putter the one day, and he's like, "Holy shit, I like this!" And then he like called, I think it was a Callaway putter, Odyssey. 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 Called them and was like, I want that putter. They made a few adjustments, but it's like the same exact huh. thing, everything. So Ricky won then. So that was his putter. So if Ricky wanted yeah. to play with him, he would have won and Wyndham would have lost. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was Ricky Fowler's caddy who originally had that putter. And then uh, like Wyndham used it and then Ricky used it and something like that. Yeah. Kind of a wild story. Um, uh, you know what I looked up? Because Grandpa was telling me that Ricky's never won a major. He has. I no, he hasn't. I googled it. Oh, really? I thought he won I, the U.S. I, Open back in. I was in the same boat as you. I was like, yeah, he won the Open in like 2008, and I googled it, and he's gotten, he's been top five at like eight U or eight majors or some shit. Yeah, he's like, gonna get it eventually. And it was like almost eight in a row or something. He was top five at a major. Yeah, but I don't think he's won one. No, not uh, not great reviews of this course from the players. No, either. no, nobody was saying good shit about the crowd. Yeah. Like, did you? I gotta find this. The fucking rules to be a member there. Uh, yeah. Go, my, to, go to Zyre Golf. Uh, Zyre Golf has a full breakdown of it. Yeah, um, made my insides boil. So, this is the second most expensive piece of real estate in the United States. Mm-hmm. It's either the first or second, and 
the number one or two is Central Park in New York. So mm-hmm. this piece of real estate that LACC sits on is worth $8 billion Jeez. because they take, uh, like in that part of Los Angeles, they say 20 million an acre. And it's like, sits on like 312 acres. So mm-hmm. if you do the math and carry the one, it's like oh 320. 320? Yep. 320 acres. 320, okay, 320 times 20 million. Something like eight billion. I don't. I'm, I don't have my calculator on me. Me but, and Tyler uh, okay. did the math the other day. Around here, it is ten thousand dollars an acre. About um, yeah. compared to ten thousand an acre. Yeah, it, it, and that's even for like like prime like premier f- mm-hmm. farmland. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so I've got it up. This is what you need to do to join the Los Angeles Country Club. It's a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar initiation fee. <laughs> no celebrities are allowed there or social media posts. They use a 45-year-old tax loophole to save $80 million annually. Yep, that's fucking crazy. Okay. Here's some of the rules. No shorts, just tailored pants only. So not just even pants. They have to be tailored. Sport coats in the clubhouse after 6 p.m. No changing shoes in the parking lot. No headphones, earbuds, or athletic clothes. No photos or videos of the club on social media. Members can only make phone calls from their parked car or a phone booth in the locker room. The club is so exclusive that many of the world's best players are seeing it for the first time ever this week. AKA Rory watching YouTube yep. videos. I believe Max Homa shot a 50, uh, like a 60 or a 59. Yeah. He shot the course in, record. In, like, in high yeah. school or yeah. not, yeah. no, not in high school in college, college. Mm. Um, at LACC. Well, he's from that area. I played this course a gazillion times on GTA. So, Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, the, the really? LACC is the golf course. In- Imagine if, uh, breaking news out of Los Angeles, the LACC is suing the PGA for posting their uh, their golf course on social media. Yeah. Okay. Holy. So the 250K initiation fee isn't the craziest part. It is the 1,000 plus page rule book you get yep. when you sign up. And... It is the second most valuable piece of real estate in the United States minus Central Park in New York. Yep. It is a like the 320 acre piece of land is smack dab in the middle of Beverly Hills between the famous roads of Sunset Boulevard, Wilshire Boulevard and Santa Monica Boulevard. The land alone, just the land, if there was no golf course, is reportedly worth eight billion dollars. Yep. The only thing more expensive is Central Park in New York City. And I believe they receive the tax loophole because they're it's owned by its members. Yep. And it's registered as a nonprofit. Okay. That makes sense. I don't know anything about that, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And, and in 1978, voters passed Proposition 13, whatever. Essentially, they locked the land, the tax value, at 1975. Yep. So it's frozen in time for taxes to whatever it was in 1975. Yeah, 50 years ago, damn near. 48 yep. years ago. Honestly, my personal opinion, fuck the Los Angeles Country Club, dude. Yeah, fuck them. They, that's everything we stand against. Yeah. Yep. If you told me that, hey, we can go play LACC, I'd probably would. I mean, but I don't think them. I would, to be honest, out of principle. <laughs> I, I'm i not going there. Take phone calls in a fucking phone booth in the locker room. 
have to I can't change my shoes in the parking lot. No. I'm not I'm not gonna go get a pair of pants tailored so I can be on your fucking course. Especially when it's 90 degrees there. And yeah. I know what their response would be is, well, that's we why we don't want you there. Okay. Fuck off. <laughs> We're trying to make golf inclusive, and this is yeah. literally everything we stand against. Yeah, and there's not even like they don't even have history. Like like somewhere like Augusta would. Right. Mm-hmm. Like right. I, I understand why Augusta is the way it is because of how the history there. Um, uh, yeah, I'm way more inclined to play Augusta correct. than I it, if the, even with the exact same rules, if Augusta had the same thing, I'd be more inclined to play there. But who do the fuck does L.A. Country Club think they are? It's uh, it's asinine. Yeah. The requirements. I mean, I haven't read a thousand pages since high school, like <laughs> yeah. combined. Like you could you could slap them right next to each other tyler today you can either go play la country club for free we'll fly you there or you can play the same nine holes at osgood that you play every week and i'm taking osgood no shit yeah i everything about la country club makes me fucking mad think about how much more Uh, fun you can have on a local muni by drinking birdie juice Losing balls in the woods and not caring, all Every, that shit. Everything they stand for boils my blood. For free, though. For free. I am yeah. not going. I'm not going to get in tailored pants. I will. No. That's but right. Just think of how I ridiculous it is. I also can't wear my hat backwards, so uh-huh. I'm also out. <laughs> yeah. Think about how ridiculous of an ass that is. First of all, no shorts, right? I kind of get that. Like, that's a country club classic snobby thing to do, right? Such a dumb rule. But not just pants. You have to go get those fucking things tailored. Mm-hmm. Have them have your shoes on before you get there. Or you put them on the clubhouse. No, yeah, you can't yeah. change them in the parking lot. That's so dumb. I mean, it's for the locker room. And like, I, that's another rule. It's not that big of a deal to go do that. But the fact that you're making me do it pisses me off. Yeah. And I'm not going to be taking phone calls in my parked car because you're afraid that what someone will hear me tell my wife that oh, I can get the kids from daycare tonight. What is the risk of someone overhearing a phone conversation? Eat shit, L.A. Country Club. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> I'm baffled at these <laughs> rules and they're fucking crooks on top of it. This tax thing is ridiculous. So as far as I'm concerned, PGA, USGA, if you had any balls at all, you'll never do another U.S. Open there again. Except they are in 2036. Well, yeah. I'm boycotting. <laughs> my, my viewership, even though I didn't watch the last two days this time, is gone. Take that. Yeah. Tyler, I actually tell you this. The shorts thing, uh, quick story that Michael Jordan once got kicked out of a golf club in Miami like three times for wearing shorts. And he was like, fuck you. I'm Michael Jordan. I get to wear shorts if I want to. I've been paid my whole life to play in shorts. Yep. Basketball specifically. And then he went and opened up his own golf club just so that he could wear shorts at his own golf course. I wish Michael would have opened up a golf club next to that one and put it out of business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any any other thoughts on LACC? No, it makes me angry. So when are you going to open crooks, up your though. own tax evaders? They're absolute crooks. Then literally evading taxes. And from all <laughs> straight straight from all of the players' mouths, it was a fucking shitty venue anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did suck was the players who weren't playing well. 
then said, hey, I, I'm not a big fan of this course. It's like, well, you're not. Well, even that. Ricky said that. He's like, the crowd here sucked. Yeah, the crowd yeah. sucked. Um, but then there's also like Brooks and um, Matt Fitzpatrick. No, Brooks and somebody else gave like course reviews, mm-hmm. if you will. Well, not yeah, great and, course reviews. Well, and Brooks still um, finished top 20. So yeah. it's not like he was missed the cut and then talk shit about it. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, yeah, the there was something about the tickets too, where... There was like 23,000 tickets per day available, but only, but 14,000 of them were like hospitality tickets. Mm-hmm. So like tents and suites and all that kind of shit. So there was only 9,000 general admission tickets available on a daily basis. I might've butchered that, but it's- no. it's, It sounds it accurate enough. Yeah. It checks out. So if you can imagine only 9,000 people a day yeah and and those ga tickets those are the people that you want mm-hmm. on your ground they make your event fun correct yeah but god damn it if any of those guys took a phone call on their course yeah so is get them out of there so is that a, i mean can like if there's a tournament there imagine a fan showing up in non-tailored pants <laughs> Like the fans can wear shorts, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think also, so. think of all the great things that because you brought up the Augusta thing. The some of the things that make Augusta great is that it's you know whatever it's got this big tradition thing, but all the other stuff around it is cheap. The sandwiches are cheap. The beers are cheap. Mm-hmm. It's like made for the you know, people like us. Like essentially, day, yeah. the you tickets know. are relatively cheap. Yep. You just got to get on the waiting list. Like it's two hundred fifty mm-hmm. bucks for a ticket. Yep. Yeah. Like everything about it is exclusive but uh, attainable. Yeah. Right. I said you have to win the lottery. Uh, you have to win. You have, you have, you have to uh, win a lottery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lottery. You don't have to win the lottery to get to the Masters. You just have to like, yeah, throw your application in. Um, okay. Yeah. Brooks did say we'll see you at the Travelers next week, which is a PGA event. Nice. Are they going to be allowed? Hmm? They should after this merger. Well, I, mean, I don't think the merger's not finalized yet. Mm. It's not signed off on yet. All right. Well, maybe Brooks is commentating. I don't know. I, I kind of like that. I kind of like how he's like kind of portraying this whole situation. No, yeah. it's kind of fun. Well, he's like the anti-villain. Yeah. It's like he's like Deadpool. Deadpool is a fucking bad guy, but you like him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is he really? He kills so many people. I know, but he's a vigilante, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. But like heroes aren't supposed to kill people. I mean, that's all he does is murder. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. He murders murderers though. Yeah, he kills some innocents as well. Okay, that's not yeah, that's not good. Deadpool, bad guy. Great human yeah. though. I don't know. Funny. <laughs> funny guy. If you're funny, you can kill. Yeah. Um, all right, Tyler, just to wrap it up real quick. I I couldn't find like a, a, a super good GA, but I thought this was fitting. Um, as we've talked the last couple of weeks. I I mean, absolute liability when it comes to a golf cart basket and leaving mm-hmm. shit in there. Um, Liam Wells had sent us a message he said is this ga and we just outed his name does it matter this isn't ga no okay. this is just a this is just a, a it's a friendly tip from our guy liam okay on how to not forget shit short for william in your golf cart basket um how to stop ryan from forgetting things in the basket when you put on your golf shoes put your regular shoes in the bottom of the basket because what psycho is going to drive home in their golf shoes that's a great point that mm-hmm. is for how easy that was laid out for us, just put your regular shoes at the bottom of the basket. How have we not thought of that yet? Yeah. Tyler, you saw I mean, a video the other day about some guy putting his keys in his rangefinder bag. Yep. 
like truck keys in your rangefinder bag. That way you don't forget your rangefinder anywhere. Yeah. You can't drive home yep. if your keys are in the rangefinder thing. And then you open up the rangefinder thing. You got to put the rangefinder back in. So that's a way not to lose your rangefinder. That's a phenomenal idea as well. Um, speaker, clip it to your bag. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Um, what else do we lose? I don't know. I think we got it covered. Yeah. Besides just clubs on the green. Shoot. Sure on the green. Yeah. So but- clubs on the green, you always, if you're a pin out guy, you lay your club over the pin because you're not mm-hmm. going to leave the hole without putting the pin back in. Or you direct deliberately go out of your way to set your wedge down in between you and the cart. Yes, that's a great way. Um, I, I always bring my putter with my putter cover on it mm. to the green. Now, when I take my putter cover off, I always set my wedge next to my putter cover because I know that my putter can't go in my bag without the cover on it. Okay. Yep. So that's that's how I. It's kind of like the keys in the rangefinder bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got it covered, right? This is how you don't lose. This is how you won't lose anything on the course. If you're putting stuff in the basket, have your shoes in there. Yep. Because you're not going to leave the course without your regular shoes. If you're losing your range finders, put your key in the range finder case. Yep. Because you can't leave the course without your keys. And you'll notice your range finder's not in there. And if you're losing clubs on the green, lay them over the pin if you're taking the pin out or set them directly between you and the golf cart. So you, when you're walking back to the golf cart, you see your wedge. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you're losing your mind, try fireball. Yes. And if we cover all these steps, we do everything we need to do to not forget shit on the course, and you still forget something there, then you know what? You deserve to lose that pe- that that item. <laughs> yeah. You deserve to lose that item. You brought it on yourself, buddy. It's yeah. gone. We, we, I mean, we just laid out three phenomenal options. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't even think of anything else you'd lose. Pride. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you, you know, how do you bring your pride with you mm-hmm. after a, a quad bogey on number one? You don't, you leave it at number one. Yep. You maybe get it the next time you come Gone. to the course. Um, dignity, uh, money. You know, once you lose money at the course, a lot of times you can't get it back until the next week. Uh, you could put your wallet in, uh, in the rangefinder case as well. Mm-hmm. Not because it helps you find your rangefinder, so you don't leave your wallet in the cart. I probably still would leave my wallet at the cart in the cart because I wouldn't know it's it's not in my back pocket. Yeah, I never put it. I never golf with my wallet in. I was just gonna ask, do you golf with your wallet? No, in? fuck no. What what do you got in your pockets when you're when a, you're golfing? A ball, a ball marker, and a divot tool. Really? Yeah, and a tee. Why? What's wrong with the wallet in the back I don't pocket? like to... F- I can feel it fucking really? moving back there. It's it's good for weight distribution, I think, though. I don't think so. I think it's the opposite. I will not I will not have my phone in my pocket. No, me either. So no, I obviously chance. got yeah. my GPS. Unless it's car path only and I need... I'll bring a couple clubs with me and I'll walk to my ball and get a distance from my phone. Mm. That's the only time. I usually just eyeball it if it's car path only. I'll get the distance from the car path and be like, yeah. mm, that looks about 10 yards further. Right. And then I just ride with whatever club I brought. You ever, uh, you ever have like an extra ball in your right pocket? So we're, we're both righties. Mm-hmm. You ever have a ball in your right pocket and on like a putt, you accidentally like you can hit the it ball with your, your arm. Pocket? That'll throw a guy completely oh, yeah. out. I mean, that's a three putt in the making right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Clear the pockets, mm-hmm. take the wallet out. I mean, just, you know what? Just don't even take anything out of your cart. We should, we should run an experiment. We should put air tags on our wallets 
or air tags on something. Okay. Leave it in the cart and see where it ends up. Yeah, you could do After that. After like, leave it for one day and see where that thing ends up. It's like entrapment, kind of. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I just like I want to see like if I, uh, fuck, I don't know. Hey, what you could do? You know how awkward take, it would be if you put it on like your speaker or something, and you track it to someone's house, and you're just like, "That's what I'm saying." You got my speaker, fuck face. Yeah, give it back. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, I mean, like if I did that with my quarter zip, you know the uh, the ink, the little ink sprayer deals that you they got. How insane off? it would be to air tag your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's a shirt that means a lot to you, I I can see why people would do yeah. it. Um, yeah, but a rangefinder, a speaker, a wallet, anything like that, put an air tag on it. Purposely lose it. Obviously take everything, you know, take shit out of your wallet. See where that thing ends up in 24 hours. See who you can trust at the golf course. If I left my wallet at the golf course, somehow my wife would have it. Really? <laughs> that was a joke about her spending all my money. I'm picking it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's end this shit. Grandpa Dave going down one day. I'll let you guys know. Tyler, you have fun at Myrtle Beach. I will. We'll be here. Um, for some odd reason, my buddy cannot golf this weekend until tw- until his nine-month-old goes down for their afternoon nap. <laughs> I know. Thanks time to find a new golf partner. Prayers up for Ryan. Um and this this is this buddy and if he's listening he he can't argue with me he's notorious for not showing up so if if we had to book a 12:30 tea time just so he could come with and he doesn't show up it's over then you show over. up to I will publicly end the golf relationship on the podcast next week okay so i will either Ooh. publicly end the golf relationship on the podcast next week or I'll lay out for you like how good the round was because I got to golf with my buddy again. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be an interesting one, but uh, have a good time in Myrtle Beach. If you can, don't park at the airport. It's 30 bucks a day. I got hit with a $120, $120 bill Oof. when I left the airport uh, okay. a couple days ago. So just a little tip. That's good to know. Um, yeah. Swing them straight. Beat you, right. Dave. I will do my best. Love you guys. Love Bye you guys. Love you. They piped that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs>